Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy Nightmare K Hall back at it again with another podcast. Happy May 4th, ladies and gentlemen. May the 4th be with you. As you know, that's a reference to Star Wars. It's May 4th. So, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody had a beautiful weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a lot to talk about. We have the NFL draft. We're definitely going to do some NFL draft, NFL draft recaps. I'm going to talk about. Uh, some draft grades Some winners and losers in my opinion We don't care what the mainstream media says on this show Because we're not freaking bought and sold by billionaires um, We're going to definitely talk about some crypto news uh, Definitely want to stay tuned for that And definitely we're going to talk about the dark the dark days coming Ladies and gentlemen, there are some dark days coming So you definitely want to stay tuned for that and then finally, I'll give you my final words and comments on things, what's going on in the world and everything around us. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, the NFL draft, fantastic. I loved it. I hope everybody watched the NFL draft three days, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Great things happened around one. I mean, you had the Dolphins, you know, getting that wide receiver waddle. You had freaking the Jets getting their franchise quarter fi- quarterback hopefully which is freaking zach wilson and we also had the number one pick jacksonville jaguars take trevor lawrence but i think the draft actually started at number four with the take of kyle pitts i mean just unbelievable man just absolutely unbelievable like i personally I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe the freaking Falcons took Kyle Pitts at number four. But I think the Falcons did a very good job in this draft. I really believe that, you know, Jaden Waddle going to the Dolphins was a great pick. The Broncos picked up a nice piece as well, which was absolutely amazing. The Jets picking up their franchise quarterback. The Niners picking up freaking Trey Lance. I mean, I know the rumors were Mac Jones, and I know you you freaking, you sell the news, you buy the rumors, but man, they had me fooled, man. I really thought freaking uh, Kyle Shanahan was going to go with freaking Mac Jones, but they chose to get, you know, Trey Lance, which was a shocker to me. You know, the Patriots waited to get Mac Jones, which it looks like they got their franchise quarterback. I don't think he's going to pan out. I don't think Zach Wilson is going to pan out either. Um... The Buccaneers drafting Kyle Trask in round two was a shocker to me. Uh, Maybe they think he's the heir apparent to Brady, but we'll find out in the future. I think the Lions did a good job in this draft as well. Um, Going off its tackle, that really shocked me um, that they went that way. Um, Definitely need offensive line help, so it was a shock that they drafted a lineman. Usually the Lions do the stupidest things ever. They draft a receiver. History will tell us that. You know... I spoke about earlier, the Falcons taking Kyle Pitts was smart. I mean, Matt Ryan's locked in for another two years, so you might as well get him some weapons. I thought they should have went defense, first of all. Personally, because their defense sucks, man. My God, they have no pass rush. Their secondary's a piece of trash. They need some help back there in the linebacking core. My God, man. But you know what? Falcons going Kyle Pitts, I'm not even mad about it. Matt Ryan needs a tight end. You know, they haven't had one in a long time. I think it's since like Algie Crumpler or freaking Tony Gonzalez was in the league. I mean, it's been a long time since the Falcons had a legit, reliable, 
decade-long tight end. You know what I'm saying? That Matt Ryan can just dump the ball to, you know, check downs and get those first downs. You know what I mean? It's going to be hard to have a safety or a corner or a linebacker sticking on Kyle Pitts. So that was a great freaking uh, draft there. Then you had the Giants who got uh, Kadarius Toney. He's pretty fast. He's pretty lightning. And the body kind of reminds me of Percy Harvin. So that should work out for Daniel Jones. I think we'll see how that works out. You know, because they're giving them all the pieces. You know, if Daniel Jones struggles this year, guys, and ladies and gentlemen out there, he is gone. So that was uh, that was a smart pick by the Giants in round one. I like a lot of their other picks, too. They did pick up, um, you know, they picked up a backup running back. They picked up a cornerback, which definitely they needed. They picked up a pass rusher, which definitely they needed. You know, Baltimore picked up a receiver. This guy, Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. I watched him for a couple seasons. He's a really good receiver. He can take the top off. He doesn't have lightning speed, but he's he's fast enough that he can take the top off a of defense. Definitely something Lamar Jackson can finally use, get on the same page, get his passing game up. I mean, as Rutcher uh, for the Baltimore Ravens was pretty good. Let's move on to the Chargers. I really like what the Chargers did in round one, taking Rashawn Slater offensive tackle from Northwestern. So that was good. And then I like what they did in round two, we can get Asante Samuel Jr. That was a smart pick as well. Cincinnati going with Jamar Chase. You had to get him another target for freaking your boy Joe Burrow. So that was smart by the freaking Bengals. Then in round two, you went and got an offensive tackle to protect your, your franchise quarterback. Very smart. The Packers did the dumbest thing ever, taking a cornerback. They don't need help in defense. For God's sakes, man, get Aaron Rodgers some damn help. Get him a receiver, for God's sakes, in round one. There was plenty of options there at 15, and you didn't take it. It was dumb. Moving on. As I talked about earlier, the Patriots got the quarterback, so we don't need to discuss them. Jaguars, we know they took Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne in round one with their second pick, which was a smart move. I think it was a little reach to get Travis Etienne at the, uh, in the first round, at the bottom of the first round. I think it was a little high to take him. I thought he was a day two pick, but hey, I'm not a freaking draft expert, so who cares what I think? Then we got Denver. I like the pick at Patrick Sertan the second um running back mm, I mean I thought there were better prospects than Javante uh Williams I think there was better running backs in round two that you could have got uh Kansas City definitely needed a linebacker I thought they should have went off it's a tackle but you know they picked the best available player on the board which is Nick Bolton He's pretty good. He was pretty good at Missouri, even though the team that he played with in college was trash. Pittsburgh, they got uh, Najee Harris. I don't think he will pan out in the league personally. I don't really trust Alabama running backs like that. Tennessee, Caleb Farley. I thought the Cardinals definitely should have picked him around one at 16. Maybe they thought it was too high to get him, but eh, you know, Titans got a good player. If he can stay uh, healthy, he will be a stud in Tennessee. Philadelphia getting Devontae Smith. The Heisman Trophy win was a smart pick. Definitely needs some freaking help for Jalen Hurts. Definitely got to see how he does this year with that guy. Getting him some uh, offensive alignment help was another smart move. And definitely showing up that defensive tackle spot was really a smart move as well. Washington football team really like what they did there. Uh, 
Jermaine Davis from Kentucky, very good linebacker, very rangy, he moved sideline to sideline, really liked that they grabbed him, offensive tackle was a smart move as well, then they went out and got a cornerback, which was very smart by the Washington football, I really like what Washington did in this draft, to be honest, but again, I'm going to give you my top three uh, winners, top three losers, and we'll discuss that in the next segment, but moving on, Indianapolis, listen, defensive end, Defensive tackle, definitely need one. They definitely need an edge rusher. Tight end, I don't know why the hell they took Sam Ellinger. I mean, the guy's never going to play unless he switched positions. I don't know what the hell that was about. New Orleans, I mean, what can you say? They need pass rush. They need a linebacker. I don't know what the hell they took Ian Book for. The guy's going to suck in the league. He's a Notre Dame quarterback. Notre Dame quarterback stink. Um, Cornerback. I think they got a good one, and uh, Paulson, what's that, Abdobo, whatever his last name is, I think he will be a stud if he gets used to the NFL speed, because he's long range, he's like 6'2", 6'3", I think, very long, very rangy, man, so he could be a zone corner for sure, Carolina, like what they did, first pick, Going defense, that was a smart move. Then going to get Terrence Marshall Jr. That guy is big. He is ranging. He has speed. So that was a smart pick in round two. Our offensive tackle was another great pick. Tight end was a definitely need. They are definitely looking to build around Sam Darnold, which I think was a fantastic move by Carolina. Arizona, what can I say about Cardinals? We did need a linebacker, so that was smart. Then in round two, I really like what we did with getting Rondell Moore beautiful pick you know he can be a slot we can put that guy at any position he will make plays man i like that definitely giving weapons for Kyler murray then we got a cornerback marco wilson we'll see how he does i've watched highlights i'm still not convinced on his college highlights there are sometimes he has a brain fart and doesn't know where the hell he is which kind of concerns me tay uh go in from uh, UCF, another cornerback. This guy's rangy. He's good. He can bait freaking uh, quarterbacks into throwing his way so he can get an interception. So definitely want to see those battles between those two corners in uh, preseason and training camp. And then we got James Wiggins, which he's pretty good at safety. I watched him at Cincinnati. He's pretty good. And then we got some offensive linemen. We did get a uh, edge rusher from Duke. I'm not sure anything about it. I never watched any Duke college football games. Who the fuck watches Duke in college football anyways? Moving on to the Rams. I have no idea what the Rams are doing. I don't have a clue. Maybe somebody can explain this to me off the air. I, I don't know what the hell the Rams are doing. I, I don't know. And I'll talk about more of the Rams in the second segment here. Moving on to Houston. Fuck them. They suck. They will have the number one pick next year. Uh, Seattle. I don't know what the hell the Seahawks are doing. Dallas, I like their draft picks, even though a lot of the mainstream media trashed the Dallas draft picks. I really like what they did with Michael Parsons. I like they got Kelvin Joseph from UCLA. I mean, from Kentucky, excuse me. Um, the UCLA pick, I like him as well. I like the edge rusher, Chauncey Golston. I like the cornerback from Oregon State that they got. I mean, the Cowboys, to me, did a very good job in this draft. I don't know why a lot of people are trashing the Cowboys draft. I don't know, maybe they're just haters. And then the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, just get the hell off my screen. You guys got a big fat F. You guys stunk up the draft. I have no idea what the hell you're doing. 
I mean, some of your picks I do understand, but why the hell did you go safety happy? I don't, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. What, why do you need all these safeties? What is going on here? Safety wasn't even a need for you. What, what, what's happening here? So, that's my grades on those. That's my NFL draft recap, ladies and gentlemen. Moving on to the draft grades. My three winners, ladies and gentlemen, are the Dolphins. Number one, I mean, they went out and got a stud at receiver in Waddle. That will help Tua out for sure. Um, I really like what they did with the uh, offensive line. I really like what he did in all their picks, pretty much. Uh, second, I will go with the Jacksonville Jaguars, getting Trevor Lawrence, getting a running back. Again, I think Travis Etienne was a little high on my board um, to get him in round one. That's just my decision on it. I just don't trust that. Um, and then as far as my third and most famous, I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. I think the Falcons did phenomenal in this draft. They got Matt Ryan some help at that tight end spot. They went out and addressed a lot of needs. Again, I think for the next two years, Atlanta could be a threat in the NFC South. I think they could be a team that can be reckoned with. I mean, the last few years, they have been a force. I mean, yes, their secondary stinks. Yes, their defensive ends stink. Yes, their linebacker, of course, the defense sucks. But I think they addressed a lot of those needs in this draft a lot, a lot. So be on the lookout for Atlanta in the next two years. You know, these last two years of Matt Ryan's contract could be a last gas chance for them to win a ring, get to a Super Bowl and win a ring for Matt Ryan before he retires. So those are my three grades. I got the Dolphins. I got Atlanta. And I like the Jaguars, personally. Those three teams right there, Atlanta, Jacksonville, Miami, I think did a phenomenal job in this draft. And then my three losers are obviously the Texans. I don't know what the hell they're doing. The Raiders, I have no idea what the fuck they're doing. And then the last but not least, the Los Angeles Rams. Can someone please send me a telegram? Because I have no fucking idea what the Rams are doing. I mean, I like it as a Cardinals fan. I I want the Rams to suck. But personally, I have no idea what the Rams are. Can anybody see what the Rams are doing? Anybody want to give me a, a telegram? Send me a telegram, an email, something to let me know what the fuck the Rams are doing. A receiver? Why are they going receiver happy? They don't need receivers. What are the Rams doing? Anyway, so those are my recaps. My winners, again, Jacksonville, Atlanta, Miami, losers, Texans, Raiders, Rams. I have no idea what the hell those three teams are doing. I have not a clue what the Houston Texans are doing. I don't have an idea what the hell they're drafting a quarterback for. And I understand people are going to say, well, Nightmare, they're they're trying to get rid of Deshaun Watson. I don't know if he's going to get traded. I don't know if he's going to get traded. And again, you think Davis Mills is going to be ready to play by week one? Are you nuts? Are you insane? Uh, uh, okay. Um, I think there were better quarterbacks to maybe pick from. Um, maybe I'm delusional, but I think there were. Uh, <laughs> you dress hardly any of your needs. The Rams don't address any of their needs. I have no idea what they need the receivers for. Um, yeah, they got a running back, but did they really need running back? I figured you would get offensive alignment. 
you know, D-tackle, something like that. Yes, you need a linebacker, but what the hell are the Rams doing? What the hell are the Raiders doing? Three safeties in the draft? Why? 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 Why do you need three safeties for what? What is going on? Oh, my God. Anyway, moving on to... uh, <laughs> moving on to the crypto news. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're back at it again. Dogecoin is back in the news again. That's right. Dogecoin at 55 cents. And now all the Dogecoin freaking maximalists are out. All the puppets for Dogecoin are out. Telling you you're an idiot if you don't have Dogecoin. Even though we know Dogecoin has an unlimited supply. They can devalue that token, that cryptocurrency, whenever the hell they choose to. As I'm uploading the mar- as I'm loading the markets up right now, you know, to let you guys know what the markets are looking like. It's it's unbelievable, man. The FOMO syndrome that people get. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Bitcoin is taking a five percent dip. It's at fifty four thousand eight hundred sixty nine dollars right now. We have Ethereum on a blast off. It is skyrocketing in the last seven days to 28.85 percent it's at three thousand three hundred eighty three dollars and eleven cents if you invested your stimulus check in ethereum you have made a hell of a lot of profit binance coin is at 624 dogecoin is at 52 cents xrp is at a dollar 40 cordano is at a dollar 30 polka dot is at 36.18 uniswap is at 42.16 Litecoin's at 307.75. So if you're investing in Litecoin, you have made a good profit. Uh, Bitcoin Cash is at 995.90. It's took a oh, Bitcoin Cash has really dropped. Wow, it's at 93. It's at 973.38. Took a big dip just now. Chainlink is at 43.31. V Chains at 19 cents. And it looks like my computer's completely frozen. How lovely. Gotta love technology. Solana's at 44.20. Looks like the markets are taking a dip, guys. If you check out the stable coins and keep an eye on the stable coins, whenever they're a dollar, that means the market's gonna go down. Whenever they're 99 cents, the market's gonna go up. So always pay attention to the indicators. USDC, Tether. All the stable coins, ladies and gentlemen, will tell you which way the market's going. So we're having a pullback today. I do expect the markets to be up tomorrow. Uh, we'll see, though. But right now, this may be a buying opportunity for you if you're trying to get into cryptos. Make sure you study these cryptos. Look at how much utility they have. Do they have any real-world cases? And also, do they have a cap supply of tokens? Cap supply of tokens, in my opinion, are the best to invest in because that means that the token will never be devaluated because there's a cap of how many tokens will be made ever made. So you definitely want to get your hands on those tokens. I stay away from tokens like Dogecoin and, and Chainlink because they have uncapped limited supply, which means over time the token will be devalued. So that's why I stay away from those tokens. Hey, you don't have to listen to me. Do your own research. It's up to you. It's your money. Play with your money however you want to play in this crypto market. It's totally up to you. I'm not telling you how to spend your money. That's just the way I analyze the markets. I don't like investing in things that have an unlimited cap. They have to have a limit cap for me. That means they're more valuable. That means 
people are gonna bum rush into it to have try to have a piece or a whole of a token so they will make money in the future because there's a limited cap and only the people who have that limited cap are going to be the ones that thrive in the future because they'll have a piece of that token they'll make money as the price goes up young cap tokens that have no cap and they can make an unlimited supply means the token's going to devalue over time don't believe me look at your u.s dollar look at how much purchasing power has lost over the last 50 years i mean come on man that should give you an indicator right there now, do I see the market going back up? Yeah, I expect the market to go up this month and next month. But after that, ladies and gentlemen, this is here's my prediction of the crypto market. And I don't really care about stock market because I don't like stocks. I don't understand them. Here's the point. Gold and silver are giving us the indicator which way the markets are going to go. Gold and silver is about to go on a bull run. Cryptos and the stock market, I believe personally... And not only me personally, but also experts that study economics understand that we're heading for dark days and I'll definitely get into dark days later. But going back to the crypto space, we're about to enter something called a bear market. Now, a bear market basically means the market is going to go down. It's going to take a dip. It's going to have a pullback. We're going to have a detox, basically. All right. So you definitely want to put money on the sideline sit cash on the sideline you know so when we take that hit this bear market and it's going to be a while guys this bear market is going to be wild we're going into hibernation i don't expect the markets to have these giant jumps in in like price i have i expect it to go down slowly but consistently for a while all right around july august you know but i could see it again pick up around october you know you know, June, July, I mean, July, August, September, we have a bear market. And then I could see us have a little uptick in October, November, and December. And then I really think we're going to take a, sh- a shit, a dump in January. I, because the way the market's looking right now, and if you study through history and you look at the markets, the crypto market, and you study charts, you will see that around about January, normally every few years will take a big massive dump. You know, consolidate all the freaking weak hands, get out all the weak traders, all the weak investors, they run for the hills because they're losing money out of their ass. They don't know how to ride the roller coaster, they'll run away. Those weak hands will go, the strong will stay in. Then we'll start seeing a little uptick. We'll get the indicators. We'll look at charts. We'll analyze it. We'll start seeing a little uptick that there's a time for it to start skyrocketing again. So that's when you want to start putting your cash back in the market. Right now, you want to sit down on the sideline if that's what you choose. You can go in if you want. That's up to you. Personally, me, I'm going to sit cash on the sideline. Let us take this massive dump. And then once all the weak hands and weak traders and weak investors get the hell out of here, and they run for the hills, I will come back into the market and ride that son of a bitch all the way up until it hits $115,000. Which again, guys, I still believe we will see Bitcoin hit 115k this year. That's my prediction. There are other people saying Bitcoin will hit 250,000. There are other people saying it will hit 500,000. I think those people are lunatics and deranged maniacs and they need to be seen by a psychiatrist. But ladies and gentlemen, this Dogecoin man is absolutely ridiculous. You got Elon Musk tweeting about it. You got freaking Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks. He's tweeting about it. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, you got to understand. 
They use these puppets, these celebrities, to pump up Dogecoin. Dogecoin has no utility on its own. Everybody knows that that's been in the space since 2009. We understand this. But for you new freaking traders, you new investors coming in this crypto space, this is why I tell you every week, do your own research. Understand where, what your money, I mean, not what your money, understand what tokens has utility and what doesn't. Because I'm telling you right now, if you buy into this dogecoin mania you are gonna get your money taken i'm telling you it's a ponzi scheme it has no real use cases yes some of these merchants are taking dogecoin but do you honestly believe these merchants are gonna really take dogecoin in the future hell no it's not gonna be here it's gonna be gone it has no real use cases at all but they'll use dogecoin because it's only 51 cents and the masses of people can't afford a 51 cent token versus 54,000 3200 612 dollars it's it's because it's very easy for someone to pull out 50 cents two quarters out of their pockets versus 54,000 dollars versus 600 dollars Versus $294. Hmm. Why not? If I want to get into crypto space, I'll drink the Kool-Aid too. But for people like me who've been in space since 09, even if you came in 2010 or 2011, you know what I'm saying? If you've been around a decade in this space, at least a decade, even five years, you know for a fact Dogecoin is a joke. It's garbage. But anyway, I digress. Moving on to these dark days. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, people of the Republic, and people of the Democrat Party, LBGT, and all transgenders, listen up. <clears throat> now, we all know inflation is here. If you haven't, if you don't know what inflation is, is when freaking prices on goods and services go up. Now, you haven't been to your grocery store lately you've been living under a rock or freaking in your mama's vagina for the last six months <clears throat> you would know that prices at the grocery store are going up i mean i i recently went to the grocery store i recently got some groceries and uh grapes are seven dollars now i remember when grapes were two dollars uh we have a five dollar inflation on grapes whoa wait a minute <laughs> if that's not scaring the hell out of you scaring the hell out of me you know but we've seen this story before i mean back in 2018 i remember remember when gas was like five seven bucks you know what i mean and uh, and you guys know i don't have a car anymore you know i've uh, been on an unemployment since september so that's here nor there but moving on ladies and gentlemen you better get prepared for this inflation man gas is already going up in arizona especially in Phoenix. i was actually on a walk yesterday and i looked at the gas it's already over three bucks there's even actual talks about gas stations running out of gas. So, ladies and gentlemen, this summer is about to be a train wreck. And if you think it's bad now, wait till you have to go to the grocery store and pay for eggs 9 to 12 bucks for a carton of eggs. $14 for a gallon of milk. $20 at the pump per gallon. Ladies and gentlemen, You've now entered those dark days. 
So I understand everybody wants to come into crypto space to make money. Everybody wants to be in the stock market to make money. But ladies and gentlemen, gold and silver is rising. That's your indicator that inflation is here. Jerome Powell told you he finna let this thing run hot. He finna let inflation run hot. And we all know what comes after inflation. Hyperinflation. And if you don't know anything about hyperinflation, why don't you go back and study history? Why don't you go look at a country like Hungary in the 1940s? Why don't you go look at a country like Greece? Why don't you look at a country like Zimbabwe that's going through hyperinflation right now? Why don't you look at a country like Venezuela? Huh? Come on, man. We've seen this storybook before. And for people out there that thinks, oh, everything's going to go back to normal. We got vaccinated. Everything's going to be hunky-dory. Yeah, you're you're living in a goddamn dream world. Ain't nothing going back to normal. There is no more normal. Normal's been dead. I don't even know what the hell normal is, personally. But listen, you're going to have higher prices at the grocery store. Your cost of living is going to skyrocket. Yes, the housing market is about to crash. And I can't wait for it. There's a lot of you bastards that are going to get thrown out in the cold. I'm not wishing that on you. It's just going to happen because you're too stupid to realize it. But there's going to be a lot of homelessness, ladies and gentlemen. Now, do I think there will be a forced stimulus? I doubt it. I hardly doubt it. I don't trust this government for one damn second. These idiots are freaking morons. And there are actual people calling for more government control, which completely pisses me off. It's just disgusting. Vaccine passport. Yeah, we need vaccine passports. Yeah, shut up. Nazi Germany 2.0. Yeah, I said it. Nazi Germany 2.0. But ladies and gentlemen, the dark days are here. You better get your money in order, man. You better get your cash on the sideline. You better make sure... Your money's working for you. Because if not, you're about to suffer. And then I tell you, all last year to get you suppressed mail, stack up on gold and silver. Did I not tell you this? Did I not tell you eventually this day will come where gold and silver prices are going to start ticking up and going up and up and up? And there's no stopping the bull run once it starts. Well, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, LBGT. Transgender, she-males, whatever you like to call yourself. Children of the Republic. That day is here, ladies and gentlemen. Silver is at $27 an ounce. Gold, I believe, is at $1,800 an ounce. Let me just double check that for you real quick. Ladies and gentlemen. You better get your gold and silver now. Again, gold and silver has gone down. Silver is at $26.61. Stack up on that now. Gold, $1,790 an ounce. Stack up on it now. Because I'm telling you, once this bull run gets out of the bag and it starts on that bull run, there is no stopping it. I'm telling you now. Real estate is about to take a dump. Crypto is about to take a dump. Stock market about to take a dump. But gold and silver... It's about to skyrocket. Inflation is here. Hyperinflation is lingering in the shadows. Ladies and gentlemen of the American public. Across the world who listen to this podcast. Please share this with your friends and family. Get them educated. Get them aware of what's about to go down. Because this is something that American people have never faced before. 
Granted, they've never faced hyperinflation before. They faced they faced inflation, but not hyperinflation. If you were born around the 1970s, you're alive in the 1970s. You've already seen hype. You've already seen inflation before for a decade. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we are at that point again, but only this time. Hyperinflation says, I'm here too, and I'm ready to destroy your ass. Everything about you. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can take my warning. You can take it, or you can leave it alone. I really don't give a damn, but I know what I'm about to do about hyperinflation. I'm about to get tangible assets. I know the crypto market's going down. I know the stock market is going down. I don't have stocks anywhere. I hate the stock market anywhere. I don't understand it. Real estate, I know it's about to take a dump. Putting your money in the savings account in the bank, banking system is a waste of time. You get barely any interest in there anyway. Now, you can go to Outlet Finance and get 9% interest, you know, because it's backed by a cryptocurrency called Ethereum, which is on a bull run right now. So, definitely something you might want to look at. But you have to get your money working for you, ladies and gentlemen. If you have credit card debt, try to get as much debt as you can get paid down. Because at this point right now, ladies and gentlemen, when hyperinflation kicks in, it ain't going to matter your debt because your dollar is going to be less and less worth anything anyway. It's not worth anything right now. The only reason we believe it's worth anything because the government tells us it is. I mean, come on, man. The dollar's backed by nothing. Just a piece of toilet paper. That's all it is with numbers on it. It's garbage. But my final thoughts on this, ladies and gentlemen, is we are about to go. We're about to go to hell, ladies and gentlemen. We're on a highway to hell. Now, I understand some of you going to say, oh, no, nightmare. You're fear mongering. There's nothing to worry about. The government's going to take care of. We're fine. They're going to keep giving us stimulus check. They may give us universal basic income. If I'm a single woman, I get child tax credit, you know, $300 a month because, you know, I'm going to get that child uh, tax income credit that Biden's proposing. You know, I'm going to get that stuff. I'm going to get free money. <laughs> you simple moron. Don't you understand that's just part of their game to kill off the U.S. dollar, the paper dollar, so they can introduce their one world digital dollar, which means they can have control over your purchasing power. They can have control over your money, your finances, and tell you where and when you can spend it. And you have this many days to spend your money. And if you don't spend it, poof, it's gone. You simple minded individual. Jerome Powell told you already they're working on a digital dollar. So what does that mean for the paper dollar? It won't be here in the future. Your privileges and your quote unquote rights are being taken from you right in front of your eyes and you're still too stupid to realize it. You're too blind to even see what's going on. But I'm not afraid to say it. See, you're being robbed, man. You're privileges or aka your freedoms that you have that everyone wants to freaking cling on to the constitution and the bill of rights you do realize that they're already talking about changing both of those that those documents are barbarous relics they don't need to pay attention to those anymore and why the hell should they ain't nobody gonna hold the government accountable <laughs> you're definitely not because you're too simple-minded you believe everything that they tell you 
We're, we're fighting for you while they're getting richer and you're getting poor. Ain't that something? They're making a hell of a lot of money through this pandemic. But what about you? You're getting poor. And I know, I know, I know. People are going to say, Nightmare, you're so damn disrespectful. No, I'm just being truthful. And the sad part is the truth is being ostracized and being thrown to the wolves. It's much easier to believe a lie than it is to believe the truth. But I stand on integrity and truth. I don't give a damn what the government has to say. They're full of liars. They're ignorant dumbasses that have no idea what the hell they did. They don't know how money works. They think just giving out free money is going to boost the economy. Actually, it's not. It's going to destroy the economy. And because you've given out these goddamn stimulus checks, which which I, I'm not going to say they're bad, but they're destroying the economy. Why? Because now you've built an entire society based off these damn stimulus checks. Why the hell would I ever want to work if you're just going to give me free money? And it's pointless. Unfortunately, the masses don't know how money works, so they're never going to put their money in investments that's going to actually generate them any wealth. They're going to put them in stuff from hype channels they see on YouTube. Put it in the stock market. Put it in index funds. Put it in cryptos. Put it in this. Instead of doing their own damn research. Freaking morons. But this is your boy Nightmare K-Hawk signing off. Have a good one.